Trash delivery. What's up? What's up? Yeah, right. <clears throat> the uh, football. The God. I keep. I keep trying to say Super Bowl, and I sound like I'm doing a Don't sports ball joke. Can't say sports. Super Bowl. I keep trying to say the Super the, Bowl. You mean the big game? Say the like, big game. The football. Yeah, the big game. Look, I'm truly just dumb. I'm not trying to be uh, a smarter, like a smartass. The only ad that landed for me was a Budweiser Budweiser ad. I heard that, that brought it, me nearly to tears. It was like a, a, a what do you call it? a retrospective on all of the it was like the Bud Light commercials. No, no, through, like, through that you've known not the years. that one. No, no, no. It was one just about how cool it is to just be like, hey, let's get a beer. You That's get, so you true. You want to get a beer? Is that the commercial? Mm-hmm. Damn, I must have zoned out. It's just a bunch one. of different people saying like, hey, you want to get a beer? Like in different social circles. That's kind of fucked up to show people right now. That's like trying well, to it was grease like, the wheels to get people want to open. Well, I don't know if it was <laughs> deliberate propaganda to reopen. It's all, it all is. Intentional or not. I'm sure Budweiser's bottom line is fine whether things are closed or not. I'm, I'm keeping them going. Yeah. I mean, Nick's drinking yeah. a Budweiser at this moment. That's true. Uh, well, guys. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing. Oh, we got to <clears> So I got start. all of okay. all of Hitman works now. Cool. Hitman one and two. Cool. Uh, today, both of the things that I bought went on sale. Uh, so oh, I spent a hundred and twenty dollars on all this content. Wait, it cost hundred and twenty? How much did the first Hitman game cost? Sixty. Oh. But I th- I thought it was a good deal because mm. I thought it was both games. Right. So that was sixty, and then the second one was sixty, and now the second one is on sale for thirty dollars, and the first one is on sale for like seventeen dollars. So for like fifty bucks, I could have got all of that. Damn. And this is I mean, for this coming so soon on the heels of the GameStop thing, another rise and <laughs> which, fall. Which you never did you ever sell, Nick? Just no, I'm. I got diamond hands. <laughs> <laughs> You're still posting on that subreddit. I got diamonds. My hands are dopes. made out of diamonds. It's so funny on that subreddit because they still have a thread every day that's for the GME thread. Yeah, and they think everyone it's still else gonna pop off. only, but everyone else on the subreddit just makes fun of the people that are still in that thread. Like, oh really? <laughs> it's still thinking it's gonna go up. I mean, yeah. Could happen. Uh, I, I I I got I couldn't. Stand. There's like no reason to sell it now. I might as well just hold on to it and see what happens. I couldn't stand to look. I sold off my MC because I couldn't stand to look at the loss anymore. I couldn't stand to look That's at the stupid. negative. Well, because I would you lose like ten dollars? Like I AMC lost, could I realistically like go back yeah. up one day. Oh yeah, I know one day. But here's the thing: I started playing the market for real now. And I don't want to see that shit in my portfolio. I got what all sorts what? of different stocks. Oh, what? What a terrible I got idea. Apple. I got Nike. Do Those you really? Not... I got NVIDIA. Wait, are you Why serious? Why would you have Apple or Nike? Because I bought them on dips. I mean, Those just... are like as high as they're ever going to go. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, I bought it on a dip and it already went up. I'm just trying to play the... I'm spent buying like literally $2 of stock just to make sure that I can do it. Like, like little trial balloons. And just, to tr- just you, basically day trading, building your confidence. Yeah, basically, I'm building my confidence of this video game 
And, uh, you know, the day trading thing where... No, I, thanks. I'll just play him. I wouldn't be doing overtly day trading, I guess, where like I don't know if I'd be good enough to buy a dip and then sell it literally on that day. But, like, buy something... I was like, when the fucking economy crashes, like, when everything goes down, why not just buy a bunch of stock? Because they're going to fix it. And if they don't, then it's, you know... So you're just <laughs> then, practice, then we're entering you're a just whole practicing new, for that? Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for, like, the next economic crash. I'm going to buy... A bunch of stock with the with the logic that like you know if they don't it, they are going to fix it and if they don't that's that's like the bigger that's bigger fish too. to fry yeah that, that then that's then that's actually even better uh, exactly yeah, even better i'm not gonna be uh crying about my losses the listener can't see this but dustin has ditched his usual basketball shorts and ratty t-shirt look and he traded it in for a three-piece suit he's got his hair slicked back with like oh, a I, half vat of pomade i like that your beard is back already oh yeah oh yeah i totally forgot it was ever gone yeah me too actually i yeah. thought you were gonna say that i was like dressed to the hilt like an austrian army frat boy <laughs> uh just got a feather in my cap no, and, a, and a ceremonial sword at my hilt no you're gordon gecko now yeah you can't see this but he's wearing a swastika arm man <laughs> <laughs> it's ceremonial all right, it is actually He's like, like history. Uh, yeah, actually, Japanese people, blah blah blah. Ever heard of Jainism? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know. Uh, no, it's an offshoot of Hinduism. I forget the details, but it means that I can wear a swastika. So a swastika. Shwa, yeah, shwa. Oh shit! Did we make that connection before? Shwa. Is it a shwa? The this is a, um, a trash delivery character from the lore. If anyone wants to go back and find out about him, listen to like episode 15, Fun Together. Fun Together. Still like our most popular episode. <laughs> There's the, some guy, some like local guy who it makes it his political, his his theory of political change is that if we can introduce a new uh, letter uh, to the alphabet to to describe the, the phoneme, the sound of, wait, what is it again? Uh. Fun together. It's nonsense. But he thinks that it'll solve the uh, Israeli-Palestine occupation. Well, we're already doing greatest hits. I almost call it the conflict. This is a clip show? Yeah, this is a clip show. This is a bottle episode. You know, I just, you know. You guys think Patton Oswalt murdered his wife? What? Do you? Is that a conspiracy (laughs) theory? Somebody tweeted it once like a year ago. (laughs) No, and I started watching that documentary on HBO, and I just like watching him. I'm like, he might have done that. That's I mean, like, he looks like a wife killer. I uh, think he might have murdered his wife. I realize she died of cancer. I think, but he he got the. I mean, the the gun. the the, the, uh, the temptation there is strong because this is a you know this is a true crime writer who is investigating an unsolved crime. What better like like what the. the you, if you were a killer, if you're a sicko, pure poetry. Yeah, you'd you. Just, oh my god! I think he might have killed her. Why would? Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Because he remarried someone younger and hotter, like six months later. Well, let's get this going. Let's let's get this okay. popping. Well, let's Patton's get this never coming on this podcast. Uh, I mean, no offense. I'm just asking questions. Hey, the Patton episodes of Chapo aren't even good. I'm just I'm just asking questions. Chapo, he was on Chapo? Yeah, he's been on the whole time. Because his politics it, suck. Yeah, because it's like just them like taking baby steps around the fact that he has like not great politics, and and every once in a while he'll say something and they'll try to like edge it in the right direction. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're never gonna have people with bad politics on this show. Uh, 
Except for the West Virginia guy. I was just going to say whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have no idea what this man's politics are. No, I did a little digging. He actually, uh, yeah, he's a fascist. You want to know a fun thing about West Virginia guy? So Wait, I, he said yes, right? Yeah, I know. I need to actually arrange that. I just have a <clears> mental <throat> problem. I hate to make plans and like actually do things. It I causes understand. me stress I and emotional d- despair. I, I, I recently read a novel called Interior Chinatown about... Uh, about the Chinese American experience, whatever. Uh, and there's a there's an anecdote in the story where uh, one character talks about how uh, Asian men love to do John Denver at karaoke. It's like very popular for you know like older Asian men to do John Denver. Well, karaoke. you should have saved this for when we have him on the pod to ask him if well, that's I, true. I'm gonna have to ask. I mean, th- th- that just yeah. immediate connection there. I was yeah. like, maybe this is a thing. Maybe this is some kind of phenomenon. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have, I'll mark that down. Remember when he's on. I'm and curious I wanna... why he knows so much about West, the, uh, the terrain topology of West Virginia. Right. Maybe I mean, he's a U- uh, University of Virginia, Virginia Maybe alum. he's a fucking bullshitter, man. Maybe he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. This well, guy. He's probably listening. We just took his word for it. We we're like, oh, this guy's so smart. He knows all about what this, uh, Virginia. It's a fucking dope. You know what I want to talk about? What? Let's talk about like weird or what on the podcast we could talk about with him. Weird. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'll save it for with him. Let's move on to my notes. Okay. All right. Note corner. To my notes. No, this know. is note zone. We're doing zones now. It's corners are corner. Corners, corners are, are gone. Corners are fucking like that's child shit. That's well, like, is that because you this? can only have four corners in an episode? Because then it's, if you have more than four corners, like what's going? Wait, why what, is an episode a square? Yeah, it could be an. It could be. I uh, guess I'm yeah. just thinking in terms of rooms. Although I guess you could can have a, a room with Pentagon. Look, could be a. Yeah, Kevin's it, just projecting. In the town I grew up in, there was a building that was like the, the most you notable. I called him a square. The most notable thing about the town I grew up in, uh, most no, notable landmark was a building called the Octagon House, and its whole thing was just that it, it was a house that had <laughs> eight eight sides. Man. So. That is so cool. That's that is that sounds like white people culture for That's sure. That's a simple life, right there. It's pretty cool. Anyway, let's go to the note zone. Um, oh well, you know, uh, I I did think today. You know, I'm getting to the point where I I want to uh, uh, you know start distancing myself from Twitter. I truly am reaching a like zenith point of just like my my brain turning into sludge, merging with the timeline. Uh, you know, just like staring at shit and. <laughs> Um, I and, and today when I like Dustin's in, becoming the lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs> and then today He's when I encountered like internet. a fucking a bunch of Zoomers completely like baffled by uh, the the bars on the top of the bottom of the screen when they watch movies, like all trying to collectively figure it out, like they were all trying to like screw in a light bulb, but like couldn't do it. I like really just had. To, I was like, I got to step back. That's a real thing. Yeah, they were. It was. <laughs> they were like couldn't uh, understand it. That it was be that it's not like, you know, it's not like you're losing. It's that age old fucking thing. They still there. So this has come full circle now. Yeah, that you're not to where like now that the TV is a fucking. So the TVs just need to be shorter and and wider then, so that the widest possible aspect Mm -hmm. ratio. So the bars will just be on the sides, which is something they can handle. I know they don't want bars. If if you have a screen. That shit better be filling it. So no bars that's on how the sides you either. No, no bars. 
They there, there was like one person who was like, here, let me see if I can find this. Uh, I don't. I know. I, I don't. No need. I don't mean to like stand up for Zoomers here, but this is like an age-old dumb guy thing. Everyone. Everyone thinks. Well, that it used to be a lot space. bigger. I mean, it used to be huge. Well, yeah, but that's because the TVs were even more like like weren't formatted for movies. Now everyone has widescreen TVs, so there's less black space. But. They, I love the, the thing that is funny about this thread is that it's all kind of like vaguely in the language of the way that they sort of talk about social justice issues and stuff too. Like they're sort of like sniffing out, you know, kind of like areas where we're being like, hmm, that's are the black fishy bars to me. racist? Uh, well, there's like, is it too much to ask for movies and TV shows to actually take up the full screen instead of empty space on the top and bottom? And then, the, and then I love this. Conversely, there's someone who tries to explain it. Also, but you in can the most just dunderheaded the setting on your TV to make it so that happens. <laughs> Those borders have a purpose. It's for the aesthetic of the movie. It also affects the aura and emotion of the viewers when they watch it. So that's like the level of that's I what's going God, on Twitter these days. No words. Zoomers, you know, and you, that they can just have it. It's fine. No words. Just, the internet. Po- just post a link to the Wikipedia article about aspect ratio. I mean, I did respond earnestly. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, the image is wider than the than the screen, so the only way to do anything is to either zoom in and crop, or to put bars at the top. And, and apart from that, how do you explain it to someone who's still confused? They never notice that that also happens when they go to the movies. I don't think so. And also most because movies houses, most movies do like, I know sometimes the bars will be there, but a lot of time they'll do the thing where they mat crop it. So you don't notice that there's like, black right. Bars. But lots of them don't. Theaters are pretty terrible at masking. These That's things. true. I, I guess most, they don't. I would say it. most of them don't like, so I, I guess they don't most? notice it or, or just like the concept of a lens being wide is difficult. That they should just read it's the more Wikipedia horizontal article. information. It's like just read the fucking Wikipedia article. You know how you hold your phone out and you sometimes to, to go like that and do pan it across and you take a landscape photo. It's like that. You know, there's more information in the photo, and if you zoom into it, no. these people, these Humanity people are was a mistake. these people are never gonna not not gonna be satisfied by any explanation you give because they're just it's like a it's like a thing it's like there's black space i am missing something even if they know that it is there for a reason they will never accept that just yeah at a certain point i just have to accept that like there is a certain uh percentage of people that will always be completely baffled by aspect ratio and no matter how you try to explain it to them it will make no impact it's because it's it's that quintessential american thing where it's like i want my money's worth i want everything there is black yeah, space on plate. my TV. It means you're not filling it up all the way. I want my buffet. <laughs> yeah, get my big gulp of entertainment filled. Yes, I, I have a seven-inch TV. But your your glass is less full. You're missing some of the movie. They can't. They will never see it that way. If it's cropped. You're missing the movie. I spent six hundred dollars on this 80, 80 inch screen, and every goddamn cell is going to be populated. So the only way to like make them understand is that if they watch like that video where it shows the process of pan and scan, where like it shows on one side the full screen and then on the other side shows the like square screen, the four by three screen moving throughout the two by three, nine. Two, yeah, they should just give all that, these kids know? pan and scan and see how they like it. They would love it. I don't. It's <laughs> pan and scan is awful. It's like the worst I know. thing there is. It's truly. 
Yeah, I can't. It's I can't watch movies like that. And people, it's like a thing where you know, I don't want to sound like a crazy snob if someone wants to put on a fucking full screen movie. But if we're gonna like watch a movie, I like can't even. I'll just be like annoyed the whole time, imagining what I'm missing. You should, we should. You should just tell them to watch like. Uh, uh fuck. The lighthouse. Tell them to watch the lighthouse. Why? Because they're going to be really upset by how much of the screen is not filled with image. Because <laughs> <clears throat> the lighthouse is like not even academy ratio, not even like <clears throat> four three or one three three or whatever. It's like even narrower than that. Really? Yeah, it's like one two nine or something. This is why the kids don't watch old movies because they can't handle all the black space. Well, they should like. Oh, I guess then that would be. They should like the all the black space. By the way, considering these kids are so woke. Yeah, it'd be like two thirds mm-hmm. of this career, like you know forty or. Yeah, like half the screen would just be black. Yeah, well, that's the reason. That's the real reason is it's in solidarity with BLM. Yeah, the, it's not like it's white. It's like what, white noise. It's black. Mm, black they bars. want less black on the screen. It's like yeah, when everyone posts the black tiles. No, that's not in. We're in solidarity with Black Lives yeah. Matter. They're against Black Lives. Matter. We would it's like to have the, the whole screen black. They want less black. I'd be fine with no. Well, image. considering whatever these kids we are trying to watch, the screen should be all black. <laughs> in solidarity with BLM, we'll just blind you, and then it'll just be black all the time. I don't know if it will be. I'm pretty. I don't sure think blind- that's how blindness works. I think there's. It nothing. depends on the blindness. It depends on what kind of blindness. Yeah. Is it- what do you mean nothing? Well, it's like how death is not. What? What? Okay. No, your brain's still trying to do something. Okay. Well, you, I mean, like if we cut blackness? your eyeball, if you, I, it depends on the type of blindness. Some people like see color birth. and stuff, and I think, like, if we just removed your eyeballs, then I think it would be bl- just black. Sighted people often talk about seeing, like, well, then you must see black. Well, no, because you have to see to know what black is, right? So, therefore, I can't see black. It's just nothing. So, this is in capital. Marx Marx was interested at one point in in kind of elucidating for the reader the just average uh, intelligence level. Uh, This is his him trying to demonstrate the intelligence level of the average child uh, laborer or worker just by reading a bunch of quotes from them. He's not trying to disparage them. He's just trying to be like, these are uh, not educated people. Uh, But it's just a bunch of great fun quotes from a bunch of kids in like 1850 that are being worked to death in like like a fucking like, uh, you know, cotton mill. Until they're like turned into a skeleton that blows away in the wind, and then their mother has another child who gets taken by the capitalists to go, like work in the walls of a train, like uh, <laughs> Snowpiercer. Uh, so we have, uh, let's see, the first little boy. Um, he is Jeremiah Hayes, age twelve. Says uh, four times four is eight. Four fours are sixteen. A king is him that has all the money and gold. We have a king. Told it as a queen. They call her Princess Alexandra. Told that she married the queen's son. The queen's son is the Princess Alexandra. A princess is a man. William Turner. Oh, wait. That's the next one. But yeah. Just, uh, it's a fun boy. Uh, don't live in England. I got to do this in a little accent. Here we go. Don't live in England. Think it is a country, but didn't know before. Uh, that, was, that was John Morris. Don't age do 14. the accent. I've heard say that God made the world and that all the people was drowned but one. Heard say that that one was a little bird. God made man, 
man-made woman. So he's just trying to show that these kids are stupid. I guess. <laughs> I guess. What is the point of this of this zone? <laughs> <laughs> Had been to chapel, but missed a good many times lately. One name that they teach that they preach about was Jesus Christ, but I cannot say any others, and I cannot tell anything about him. He was not killed, but died like other people. He was not the same as the other people in some ways because he was religious in some ways and in others isn't. The devil is a good person. I don't know where he lives. Uh, breaking news. Child, uh, ch- <laughs> child laborers are not well educated. I just think that that's... Uh, I think that actually those kids seem cool. I mean, the last kid said the <laughs> devil's a good person? He said the devil, but all, he doesn't know where he lives. If it, why, that sounds like a guy who just wants to party. He's I think like, that sounds like, yeah. Well, that sounds like a smart kid to me. That sounds like an active mind. Yeah, he wants to get out of the fucking satanic mill and go party with Satan. Jesus, that's just one. Yeah, it's a big book. He had a lot of time to write. What else was there to do? Uh, Car- carouse. Yeah, I mean, for him, he did a fair all day carousing. <laughs> Well, Krausing loses its joy after a while, and then after you have, to re- you have to return to your shitty little attic and write a book. I'm still having a decent time carousing. You're not carousing lately. Hard to carouse under in the, in the time of COVID. I carouse in my house. Oh yeah, carousing is kind I'm of a, a house, social I'm activity. A house, house carouser. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Carousing by yourself is pretty sad. This book is they, they, this capital sad. They don't tell you about the part where, like, a father describes feeding his son next to the machine because they wouldn't let him stop working. And the kid was, like, too tired to eat. It's bad. All right, and that was Capital Zone. Capitalism is bad. I agree. What's the next zone? Um, well, uh, I have a fun quote from the Time Cabal article. What? Everybody read the, the article time about cabal the time article? wrote an article about the shadow cabal where it basically, uh, they, I mean, it was like saying the quiet part loud to overuse a term. Uh, Wait, where, what cabal are we talking about? What, the, 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 the cabal of big tech and concerned citizens and, and, you know, the titans of industry and all the all the rich people. Basically, it was explicitly describing capital, you know, the ruling class uh, um interfering with the election to make sure Trump didn't get elected, mm. but just, but per framing it in a way that explicitly saying, but what might, this might seem like a bunch of people nefariously influencing a, a, an election, but what they were really doing was fortifying it. Uh, and I have this really, I love this framing of the uh, protests over the summer. So, Both sides would come to see it as a sort of implicit bargain, inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests, in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. So that's what happened over the summer. If anyone was one, that's that's what happened. It's a pretty solid distillation, I'd say. <laughs> that, unfortunately, yeah. Because, I mean, like, being at these fucking protests, that really describes why it felt like ash in your mouth whenever a protest, whenever one of the chants got going that would that was, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. But it's like, obviously, that's 
there, you know, there's a direction this is heading in if we make it about <laughs> fuck Donald Trump exclusively. Yeah, once Trump's gone, where's your momentum, right? Yeah. I mean, like, God, I mean, obviously, I don't mean to disparage everyone, like, the whole fucking protest movement. Obviously, there's a lot of sincere people that fuck, that went right. out there. Yeah. And, and I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure most were sincere, but it's more to speak to the way that the insidious way that uh, all protests are, are co-opted. No matter where they start, like instantly, or or it's just all it is. Well, I mean, those protests were successful because now Kamala Harris is the vice president. Yeah, and that's how exactly. That's That's why I was marching. That's why I was marching. Because it's like they're gonna, regardless of it, doesn't matter what was going on back then. They're gonna say that that that's the result, and a bunch of people are gonna believe them. Well, I remembered. I had a flashback to the time that my uncle. Me, I was like, this argument that I flash back to often, because I was like, just so much dumber back then. You know, you'd like argue, family arguments you'd get into, and you're just like, man, I wish I would have done a better job of arguing my side or whatever. And and you're younger, and they're you're arguing with someone older, and you already have that dynamic where they think that everything you say is gonna be bullshit. So tell us about this argument. I was having a fucking argument at a just dinner table with with a family, and my uncle was. We were arguing about. Terrorism. Great thing to argue with your... Fuck. Were you pro or con? Fuck. fuck yeah. I was pro-terrorism, and my uncle was just constantly saying it was bad. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just like boiled down to... though You can imagine the, the actual little, you know, fucking back and forth. You can easily just imagine any sort of like, oh, we, we have to take out the terrorists. We, we have to do all this. We have to be in the country we to stop We have to kill them. them, kill their children. Pre, yeah, pre, we premeditate to stop them. They, they, well, that was the specific argument. Actually, yeah, we have to kill their it. children to, because they're just going to grow up and become terrorists. That was specifically because I was talking about how civilians are. Turn killed. the whole place into glass. That's my opinion. Because at that point, I wasn't a leftist or whatever, but I knew that like, oh, civilians are being killed in these wars and that's bad. And I was trying to argue from a moral position that that's not forgivable. That that's bad. And they were, of course, saying Some might that, say Christian even. Yeah, well, I... That's the angle I went at it with, and that's fucking a, a, a loser's angle, really, like, when you're trying to argue. Because they don't believe in any of that shit. Exactly. They don't believe that shit. I thought I could go and say, like, well, actually, like, an eye for an eye, or, like, pacifist. Like, I came out with an argument from pac- a pacifism that, like, you know, it's, you can't, like, premeditatively murder people or whatever. That it's not, the moment you're murdering people, it's wrong, basically. I was just trying to say murdering people is wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I, it boiled down to... My uncle, this man who is like rich as hell, like he's a really successful graphic designer in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, is like a very like he's the, the the guy in the family who has become like a conservative liberal type guy, like loves Obama, like metropolitan smart guy in the family. And he was screaming over the dinner table at a fucking 18 year old saying, what about Nate? What if they had Nate? Like his son, his, his little like eight year old son about like. How that's the reason we need to continue to do the war on terror. A hypothetical scenario in which they have his son. <laughs> <laughs> this man's watched too many like uh, jo- uh, Die Hard movies. Like, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> too much, too much twenty, too much Jack Bauer. Too for much twenty four. Yeah, just like screaming at me. The, the, should they? Should yeah? Should they kill? Would you kill the terrorists if they had my son? Yeah, they're gonna Daniel what, Pearl what your does son. That have to do with anything? Yeah, what the fuck were? And then you were, of course, like, well, that's neither here nor, nor there, uncle. Kind of. That, that is actually where I, I shut, where I was like, well, that's, I just kept saying that's like an absurd hypothetical. I'm not going <laughs> to engage in that. Uh, but I wish I could have, of course, you know, 
Would you bomb a village if they had your, <laughs> if they had Nate? Uh, you know what? Nate's a tough kid. And you, he, I mean, I think ultimately, you can, and I, the problem uh, ultimately just comes down to: Do you value American lives more than lives in other places? And it comes down to ninety nine point nine percent of all people in this country, one hundred percent to varying degrees, value American lives over lives in other countries. Yeah, it's almost not even a measure, of, like in a like way of like measuring quantities. It's like an of course thing. It's like the other ones aren't even comparable. Right, to, like it doesn't even fucking flick the. The the even radar li- of like concern. even liberals like they they couldn't be tr- couldn't truthfully say that they value all human life equally. That's mm-hmm. not true. Or it, or if it or if they think that, then they need to like you know interrogate their positions, their political positions, and who they support and whatnot. Well, of course, if I was uh, arguing with him today, I would have said, uh, what if Nate was gunned down by Blackwater in an intersection when he was just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> holding, you know, holding your hand. But, you know, I guess uh, Blackwater just randomly <laughs> starting firefight, like fucking crackhead fire height, firefights. I don't mean to say crackhead like that's that's not a good thing to say, but, you know, they love their speed in the military. And I'm assuming in the <laughs> private contracting wing of that as well. Mm. Well, I just want to pledge to both of you that if either of you were ever somehow kidnapped by ISIS, and it was I, I was I had the choice whether to send in the SWAT team to murk the entire village to save you two, or be watch you be beheaded on live TV, I would watch you be beheaded. Thank you, bro. That's so nice Good. to say. And also, what it, it means is that you respect. Me that to like handle it myself, and you know I'm a big boy. And yeah, like, I know you'll Tony Stark your way out of there. Yeah. You'll build your own mech suit. If you send in people to save me, that's like offensive. I'm gonna yeah. be like Kevin thinks I'm such a fucking. Yeah, I'm not pussy. gonna handicap you, bro. The fuck? I believe in you, bro. Like as I have the knife in my like hand behind me on the chair, and I'm like starting to saw it open. Saw, saw the yeah Seal Team Six breaks in the, the room. Rope. It's like the time that my friend. It's like oh excuse me, fellas, had it under control. Thanks. It's like the time that my friend randomly started fighting me when I was uh, 14 in my basement. And when we were walking down the stairs, just grappled me like a fucking rabid gerbil. And we rolled down the stairs together. And I, by the time I realized he was actually trying to fight me, and it wasn't a joke, and I got ready to back kick him. I was like, fuck yeah, it's Taekwondo time. Like, I take Taekwondo classes. I'm a goddamn black belt. Let's do this. Let's kick my friend. Did you kill your friend? <laughs> I get I get ready did to do back push, kick. I did you push your friend's uh, nose bone into his brain? It's so it's so sad the way the story goes. My mom runs down the stairs and push runs towards him and pushes him on the couch and and, and, and the whole the fact that moms are in the room, what? the whole situation. Diffuses. Your mom cockbot you from satiating your bloodlust. Yes, Why did, did your friend want to fight you? Well, that's th- my friend had uh, did mental you, like, issue. He had oh. bi- he had like bipolar. I don't know the actual diagnosis, so I don't want to like mischaracterize it. But something was was going on, some chemical. So I think it is bipolar, if I'm remembering, because this is a guy who also like not a funny story. Like grew up to like shoot his girlfriend with a gun and stuff. Uh, it sounds like you should have kicked him. That's yeah. You could have saved a life. And it was really sad though because this was a close friend who when we were in the Lego Robotics League together in the in the 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 coach were uh, you making battle bots the coach coach Jim this guy had some uh, made me cry 
Because he had this fucking insane... How did you find time for Lego Robotics when you were busy uh, with the... Putting on Christian plays, man. I, I people think you have full social. Yeah, you had a very active extracurricular life. Yeah. Well, people think homeschooling is is just sitting at home. No, your mom sends you out the home. She's like, go somewhere else. Still, <laughs> uh, <laughs> go go to robotics. Yeah, go to go to go to robotics with uh, Coach Jim, who lives in his van full of lawnmower parts, is covered in grease, and has like a different cut on his face every time, every class. And he had this like ludicrous. Uh, we we had this whole uh, myth of him that he like, or you know, history that he like wrestled gorillas uh, for for money. That was you know like fourteen year olds having a good laugh. He seemed really strong then. <laughs> it was a little scary. <laughs> you know, I was. Uh, he made me cry. Very tough kid. Very tough. He made you cry. Cause he fought, Did he get in your face he about got, something? He would get in your face because <laughs> if you weren't doing the Lego right. And he had like all these fucking cockamamie ideas about how to build the robot that like didn't, didn't work, weren't the normal ways of doing it, but he was insistent. that that He was like Andrew Cuomo with like the fucking vaccine delivery where he's just like, I don't actually, uh, if it seems like I don't trust the experts in Lego robotics, it's because I fucking don't. Follow the facts. I'm still confused. Well, then you're confused. That's a really cool. You know how like the whole thing about Twitter is inventing guys. I want to invent a guy who's read all of all of Capital, and he somehow walks away from having read all of it, being like, "All this shit's fucking dope." Well, that's the thing about Capital is you kind of could read it that way. I guess Marx does throw in his emotions into it a lot because he'll be like trying to be really mecha- me- mechanistic and objective and then he'll like start talking about how capitalists are vampires uh and <laughs> out of nowhere and go back to his strict objective language he and was then, a passion he was a passionate guy mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the best part one of the best parts uh so far has been or at least i like the parts where you get into more like marx's like posting personality his like his debate kind of like shitting on other ideas or other people mm. and and he details all of the uh industrialists just belaboring the point that uh, that unfortunately we we ha- we can't stop forcing children to work all night in the factory because that would actually destroy capitalism like we wouldn't even be able to do it anymore it just like it wouldn't work if we don't keep the children in the factory all night wow in the pit <laughs> fuck <laughs> We need their little hands. Yeah. That's, they're the fucking uh, foundation. Those little hands are the foundation upon which surplus value is built. They can get into spaces that adults can't. Uh, oh, my God. Here's petting cats. This is just an episode where Kat, Kevin's just... We got to get rid of these cats when we record. <laughs> We're going to make some, some food out of you. You look delicious. I listened to every word you just said. Okay. Well, that's great. You're talking about little kid hands. Mm-hmm. If we could just train the cats to work in the factories, we'd be all set. That, uh, that would be good. I mean, it depends on how much you have to pay them. I guess they would have trouble uh, probably organizing. Cats don't seem uh, very industrious or very... Um, they, they don't really like... Respond well to instruction. Yeah, you'd have to give them like a fourteen-hour nap every day. Yeah, yeah they'd be worse than the. Actu- the <laughs> they'd be worse the than French. the unions, am I right? 
And those French cats wouldn't get me started. Oh, my God. The fucking Capitals fan. They're so dumb. They thought all the value was made in the last hour of production. They were like, oh, no. All the other hours were just, uh, were just purely paying for the machines and the labor. And that's actually money out of our pocket. We only make money in the last hour rather than it being a proportional thing to every hour you are getting a certain amount. No, of- no, no, no. The last <laughs> hour is like the orgasm. That's the yeah. value-gasm. They truly viewed it that way. Like that was the predominant... Uh, Everything thought of the t- of the time. The other th- the other thirteen hours of the workday. That's just foreplay. So that's why they couldn't reduce the workday. Was because if you actually reduce the workday past, you know, you know d- below twelve hours, uh, then they would literally just be they'd be losing money. You guys, they would, uh, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. It's capitalist, man. <clears throat> Stupid as hell. Damn, well, you tell me there's propose... contradictions within capitalism. No way. Stupid. That if you can't do it without suffering, without all that suffering, then maybe it's not worth doing, and you got to figure out a different way. That's my. That's what I think. I mean, that's a wild uh, theory, but I don't know if you thought about actually how much suffering the children will have of their minds if they're outside of the workplace where they'll be idle, where they'll be getting into, uh, you know. Riff raff, bad things, um, you know, and just seeing their mom and their dad. In, uh, I mean, that was literally the argument at the time. These guys suck. All right, look what that, happened to Oliver Twist. He got involved with that puck character. No good. They, they and they also like talked about how they were like <laughs> these these warm nurturing uh, areas too, the industrial factories. I think uh, you boys need a cigarette. Yeah, let's have a cigarette. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I remember. Oh, see, this is... God damn it. This is just me. I should have remembered that this was how I was going to tee it up. Not that it makes it that much better, but you guys were like, why was I reading all of the... All the child children saying stuff? All the (laughs) uneducated child laborers? You have an aneurysm just then? Yeah, I did, actually. Thank you for noticing. But I was going to introduce it by saying, hey, this section is called Heavily Exploited Child Laborers from the 1800s Say the Darndest Things. Yeah, that, it's well, better That's, that's what it. the episode should be called. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they, though? They truly do. I like that. A princess is a man. That's wacky, you little nutcase. They're, Wait, they're cute. A princess is a man, or that's just a fucking kid who doesn't acknowledge Just gender. imagine, just think about how much dirt that kid probably had on his face when he said that. You know, and what they did you know, know is that that's actually fucking. He's right. That kid's just woke as hell. Okay, that kid just doesn't believe in gender binary. And then they sh- and then they made him climb back up the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck up there! All right. Get back in the gun. Go be the little bullet. <laughs> All right. What is your name? Ernest. You think you're dumb? Yeah. Well, I'm the mayor of the city, and I don't think you're dumb, Ernest. Uh, God, I, I want to mention one of my favorite news stories of the day. Okay, do you know the uh, the tr- the tendency for millennials to like take a cartoon from their youth, and uh, and because to, to make up for the fact that they are still watching cartoons at like 27 years old, they have to imbue it with like darkness and depth to be like actually you know rugrats is actually about angelica uh experiencing a traumatic episode from her parents divorce and it's all imagined or shit like that or pokemon's about dog fighting all that stuff yeah i they finally fucking did it they finally just made it happen because they're rebooting the fucking powerpuff girls 
for CW with them grown up and they're ba- and and they're resentful of their crime fighting past. That's so fucking funny to me. They finally did it. They're doing it. And it's written by Diablo Cody. Is it? I didn't yeah. see that part. Okay, I don't know if the person was joking and said that, but I don't I, think I have to look was. into this. Because <laughs> also that did just make perfect sense uh, to me. Well, I don't want to. I, like I don't want to disparage Diablo good. Cody. I don't want to disparage her because she's the only good thing. She's the only good. Whoa, 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 whoa! The only good J- movies Jason Reitman has made are the ones that she wrote. What are you talking about? Like what? She wrote well, Juno bro. and which sucks. Young Adult, which I'm not saying these are the two. These which, are his Juno two. Juno sucks. De- these are his beca- largely because of Diablo. Am I even done talking? Writing. I remember thinking Young these Adult his, was all right. These are his two best movies, and the, I'm, I'm not even saying they are good. <clears throat> Everything besides what, those not, two you're is You're not a big up-in-the-air fan? Yeah, but her writing no. blow, you don't love, uh, blows. You don't love how sometimes you're up Honest in the blog. air? Honest to What is the moral? What is the movie? What did that movie try? It's just like sometimes you're up in the air and it's your. that's all your life is. Sometimes you just keep flying. Yeah. Like a shark, you have to keep swimming. Damn. That is what it... What, yeah. We like to. That same thing was just said on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kevin's obsessed with sharks. <laughs> I am. And up in the air. And Jason, right? <laughs> he loves. I didn't bring up up in the air last. Although we, Nick and I did just, just have a conversation about it. Kevin has really granular, exacting opinions about Jason Reitman's uh, filmography. Well, I mean, it's not good. It's not a good one. <laughs> it's one of them. But that's just uh, that's delighted me. That that made my return to Twitter. I remember fun. I watched uh, "Thank You for Smoking" when I was like sixteen, and and they there was like a scene where he like does sort of like Aaron Sorkin real fast talking about like tariffs, and I didn't know what tariffs were or anything, and I was just yeah, like, it sounds smart. You look this movie is so, so smart. smart. Yep, yeah. yep. <laughs> it's like, God, I had the same experience except I was like twenty fucking six. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a late bloomer. My favorite book when I was a child children's book was leo the late bloomer which my parents gave me like presciently some somehow they knew <laughs> leo the late bloomer yeah that's you that's me <laughs> is that you? about like a is it like about a lion who doesn't fuck until he's in junior in high school something like that <laughs> it is about a lion who like doesn't get his shit together right away <laughs> <laughs> is he having trouble growing his mane or something like that he's got a shitty mane yeah it's gonna grow one day it's a real, it's a black swan story, but for uh, dudes. Brandon hit me to this. Uh, have you ever heard of Girl Talk? Uh, the band? It like It's like a DJ. Oh, yeah. Wait, what was I trying to say? Black Swan? That's not, I don't mean the ballet movie. The fucking, no, yeah, yeah, right. The Ugly, ugly duckling. duckling. Yes, Ugly Duckling. Yeah, That's what I was same thing. Say. Okay. Uh, but what, what were you saying? Girl Talk. Oh, yeah. Makes yeah, like I really was... elaborate mashups. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's so good. Have you never listened to it before? No, I'd never heard it before. And he sent it to me. And he was like, oh, I was just thinking about this. And I was like, holy shit. And I got like super fucking wasted the other night and just listened to the whole thing. It's good. It doesn't like, it gets old or, you know. It, it yeah, does like, get old, but then there will be like one, because it's not all fucking brilliant, but like there will be like a couple moments in each track where you're like, holy shit. I remember liking the War Pigs. Well, oh, I don't know if I listened to that. I one. don't remember uh, Girl Talk that specifically, other than it was like a fire on the cover that spelled Girl Talk, and there was a War Pig smash up on that one. Okay, that was good. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, Girl Talk. What, is he still doing stuff? I don't know. That Girl Talk boy? I don't know. I can find out. It's like a pre DJ type guy. I was like before DJs were 
We're all the rage. Hey, remember, what was that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, I mean, he's got like a new thing from 2020. Oh. Okay. I guess people just got, weren't, <laughs> they were like, all right, we're done with girl talk being a culturally like surface level thing, or, you know. Remember all those guys like Carl's, Carlos? I don't, I don't know how to say it. What? Remember Carlos? No. <sighs> no. I don't even know that word you're maybe, trying to maybe say. Maybe that's is. not the right. It's well, it's he was like a music guy. He's like a hipster hipster music guy. Are you talking about like car seat headrest? No, no, no. These were like <laughs> tastemakers. It's like millennial internet guys. Like like uh, never mind. Okay. I'm. I thought these guys. Were, I thought this guy was like a really big deal. I'm surprised. What's going on in the in the in the culture scene, guys? Let's do culture corner. I just I, mean, did, I just zone. did culture. Yeah, corner. let's get into it. Let's fucking what's on the radio. What's Weekend on the radio? Did some I already asked if Patton Oswald killed his wife. I'd say that's culture. That what, what did we think that, of the, that? Counts. Did that you good. see the weekend's halftime uh, no, show? I, didn't. Uh, I love the weekend. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good halftime show. Was it? I thought it was pretty good. Okay. You know, we, weekend. I whether I personally listen to his music or not, I'm willing to give him a lot of credit for having multiple hits on the radio that all sound different. Doesn't happen every day, and they all have pretty strong melodies. I think sh- I think his shit's pretty fucking tight. <laughs> Some of it. As it far, just, it yeah. just suffers from like hearing it. You know, like that. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. That it's was like, on the fucking. I heard that so much. You know, that played in the in the auditoriums between shows. Maybe that's why I fucking. Yeah, you probably heard it song. a couple thousand <laughs> times just from that. I feel like that song was probably more popular than it was because before the weekend was even big, that song was like, or as he was becoming big, uh, that song was. Yeah, playing while we sweep the theaters and just. He's got two songs in Uncut Jams, I think. The one that he plays like lot that he does live or whatever. I think he's got two. Yeah, is, is fucking real good. He's cool. Yeah, as far as like popular pop guys on the radio, pretty cool guy. One of the Shreff. only ones, uh, you know, it's pretty like low bar as far as like one of the only ones doing at least <laughs> anything interesting. When it sh- in the halftime show, it had like a pretty cool set of like it was like a cityscape with like a bunch of like dudes like on, on the top of every skyscraper like doing dancing and he did this thing inside of like a fun house with like a handheld camera it was pretty neat pretty neat usually <laughs> with halftime shows i'm firmly in the camp that it should be sexy ladies uh yeah j-lo versus uh like j-lo and shakira last year or mm-hmm. beyonce or lady gaga uh when it's a dude i'm usually like like the maroon five one from a couple years ago what about when it was justin timberlake pulling janet jackson we'll see city out you know that was a surprise we're not allowed to talk about Justin. We're yeah, not allowed to talk about Justin Timberlake anymore. He's canceled. You know, if you could uh, call that one one thing, it would be a surprise. Wait, what did he do? Oh, he's just in trouble. People are mad at him right now because there's a new documentary about Britney Spears. That, that's very. And he was mean to her. He well, he dated her and he yeah he was, he was mean to her that's, when they broke up. Who? That's not cool. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. So he's canceled. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that Justin Timberlake dated Britney Spears? No, I knew that. I just oh. I didn't know he was mean to her. Okay. Yeah. So he canceled. I thought, Just like I thought that she was mean to him uh, because the Crimea River. What was that about her? Well, it it was about her. It was about her cheating on him, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> but then, since then, he's said a lot of very bad things about her. You don't her. have to say what you did. I already know. <laughs> I found out first. from him. <laughs> that style when he started to do like weird, like the sexy back, all the like, little guys going like, oh. Mm-hmm. In that song, that was I like that. <laughs> I was into it. At yeah, the time. That was cool. It's kind of crazy. He hasn't able to <laughs> been able to get his shit together to make another good song since then. 
I know. The fucking, like... Well, the, you liked that one song, didn't oh, you? Which one? I don't know. The, oh, Suit and Tie. Yeah, that I one. liked Suit and Tie, uh, but... Wasn't it, that like 10 years ago now? It got me excited for that album. I thought that album was going to be cooler. And then they had like that mirror song. Just like an empty, like just boring sludge of a pop song. You know, just like, like a mirror. Oh, like it just sounds like anything. What was that Friday? That What was her name? Something Black. Rebecca Black? What? Yeah. Friday, oh, yeah. Friday, Friday. Yeah, it's like the shittiest song ever made. Yeah, she's big on Twitter now. Yeah. She just said she's going to call her fans blackheads. <laughs> there we go. Oh my God. That's, not, that's her joke. That's not me making a joke. I, I wish Christ. I made that. Every every fan base has to have a has this have to have a name. Blackheads. You're named after pitbulls. It's pretty. You know. Yeah. You know, I think she has a good sense of humor. You have to honestly. If you're well, like, there's no guarantee that she made that connection. No, she did. Come on. No, no. She. she, she I mean, no. Afterwards, she was like, "Just kidding." I'm not going to really, you know, guys aren't really black. I mean, that song is one of the stupidest fucking songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Right. She also recorded when she was 14 years old. I don't care. It is a good song. When she was 14, she's probably just like you were. Like she's trying to launch. You just admitted to having been a moron when you were 14. No, I didn't. Well, she's trying to. When did I say that? Basically, you just did. You just said, yeah, I didn't realize I didn't. uh, uh, I. What were we just talking about? It was thank you for smoking, and I was 26, not 14. (laughs) You're right. You sound even cooler in that story. When I was 14, I was reading Noam Chomsky. Yes, when he was 14, he was really smart, and then he started smoking weed, and he got real stupid. But he's smart again now. That's true. That's exactly right. (laughs) You just laid out the whole trajectory. Uh, I started drinking beer, and it made me smart. Debatable. Vitamin water. I want to. I want to do it. I want to. I want to talk about something. You want to go into a zone? I want to go into a zone. What zone are we going into? Uh, well, I just want to talk about. I'm sick of seeing, from some, from many, so-called leftists, many people that would call themselves leftists. I'm sick of seeing these vulgar, these vulgarizations and distortions of David Hogg's new pillow company. Because he's trying to do something, really big and good. And so many fucking people are like, oh. What's he, is he calling it our pillow? <laughs> these fucking, he's confused himself into like, he's backed himself into this fucking corner. Where Wait, he's like, is he doing a meme? No, he's not. That's the fucking really sad thing is I was digging into this because I was he's like. trying to make a liberal pillow company? I kept seeing him post about the fucking pillow company. I was like, okay, this is increasingly seeming like it's not a joke. Like I thought it was a joke. And no, he's serious. He teamed up with some other like fucking idiot. Who was just all about? How, or he said something like, uh, uh, "Okay, but just tr- keep tr- keep uh, criticizing companies that are trying to do good. Very woke." Uh, yeah, these. I mean, I don't think that companies, private companies, <laughs> should exist. So, uh, let's see, David Hogg. The this is going voice. to be much bigger than a pillow company. Also, go- woke companies is like a fucking come on, right? It's going to be a movement. I'm, I only buy woke ketchup now. <laughs> uh. My, the brands that I buy have to have ad campaigns that speak to my, that have, that show solidarity with Black Lives Matter or else I won't buy them. My pillow has sold more than one billion in sales. Imagine how much we could help people with just a small shift in priorities to take some of the money and fund progressive causes and pay people a living wage. I don't need a private jet. 
I need to be able to sleep at night. So he's he'll profit off the pillows, but he'll use the wages, the labor that he stole from his workers, right, to then fund freeing, liberating. Yeah, we need more good billionaires. With more good companies. We need more good uh-huh. billionaires. Sir, I'm still hung up on the phrase. This is more. not just a pillow company. This is a movement. <laughs> yeah, we need more. That's, yeah. Dude, I have so much fucking. Oh my god. I promise the pillow is coming right now. Uh, oh, yeah. And we have pillows coming. Ethical, I've made a lot of pillows come in my day. Ethical constraints. Uh, god, I'm not even fucking going to read all these. It's just endless. It's like fucking endless the amount that he will talk about this pillow. And I also, uh, David Hogg. Um, it apparently sells a t-shirt that says proud soy boy. Is he, is he okay? It's like, it's, is he like, it's is like he having a fucking font. mental breakdown? He sells a t-shirt that says proud soy boy in the Juno font. Uh, so I guess what I'm really trying to say is that if you want to buy a based pillow, hit up Mike Lindell. If you want to get a soy pillow, some fucking cuck pillow, get it from hog. All right. If you want to get a guy who's fucking been in the streets, seen real shit, you know, Fought the dragon and won. When you and has now made a documentary. Dustin, when are you going to watch his movie? Oh, his, is it out? Yeah, absolute proof. Holy when are you going to watch it? Tonight. Wait, what movie? That he movie? made a two-hour movie that is all about... Uh, explain, he's, he's, he's asserting that he has absolute proof. Not David Hogg, Mike Lindell. Yeah, Mike Lindell. Of, that uh, our future the, president. the election was stolen. Oh, right. I did hear about that. Okay. I can't believe you haven't watched it already. I, me I mean, too. he doesn't watch things, so... Well, he wa- guess, if it's, yes, a, if it's a meme thing on Twitter... Hey, I got bro. an idea. I watch things. I have a thing for you to watch. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Okay. Zach, you guys more like... Dude, if it's... I fucked it's seen it. No, that shit changed my life. What's that? Zeitge- what's Zeitge- it's none of the Zeitgeist <laughs> films. Spare change? Or loose change? <laughs> yeah. Loose change? Spare change? <laughs> loose change. No, it's called A Grin Without a Cat. Oh, Yeah. It's Haven't by, I seen that? I watched it with you. I started watching it with you drunk one night. Yeah, it's by a, fl- a little-known filmmaker, Chris Marker. Oh, that's the guy you made a joke about him having the island in the last episode, and I didn't It wasn't it. a joke. It was true. Oh, he does have an island, but I couldn't... Well, he did. He's dead now. Okay, see, and then you got annoyed that I didn't know anything about kind him. Kind of. And now you're doing it again. I'm not annoyed this time. Okay. I'm doing it out of love. <laughs> you're magnanimous this time. That, He's proselytizing. That, that's from a Chris Marker movie. <laughs> it is something. I mean, I haven't oh. seen all of it, but it is something. Chris Marker is he a filmmaker you should folks. be familiar with, Dustin. He hit, he's up your alley. Okay. He's very much up your alley. I'm getting I mean, he's almost in, like... There's certainly, like, so, something political about... Uh, 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 La Jete. But, like, he almost explicitly made essay films that were like overtly political. Yeah, he's like the proto Adam Curtis, but more artful. Who exactly. Made, uh, who made exactly. Los Angeles plays itself? Um, that is, what is that guy's name? Fuck. Tom Anderson. Okay. I was wondering that. <laughs> that was a good movie. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm getting back into watching stuff. I'm watching. You Sopranos. should watch three. It's three hours. You would love it. Okay. You did watch some of it with me. Yeah. We didn't watch the whole thing. I liked it. I think we were probably very hammered. We were really, yeah. But you should like... I think it was after an, an old style some, record of eat this some, Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> you should eat some Kratom and smoke like a shit ton of weed and watch that. And you, All right. lo- you would love it. I'll do it. I, it's definitely what I've been meaning to get to. 
but I forgot it. I'm meaning to get to it. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Hell yeah. Get any more zones? Sopranos is good. Oh, you're watching Sopranos now? I don't know if I have anything to say about it. How far in are you? I'm I'm a, I'm like 11 episodes into season one. I don't know how many there are. Okay. It's good. I mean, it's all, did, it's all about all I, I think they say. did like 12 or 13 episode seasons for the most part. It's cool because it's like, or this is like such a dumb uh, observation. It's just like, I don't know where it's going. You know, it's a good, it's a well-written show. I like the characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, where are these characters going to go? It's nice to... Nice to watch something like that. When's that movie? Is the movie made? Yeah, it's going to come out later this year. What are you talking about? It's done. The Sopranos movie? Prequel this is Sopranos. Okay, well, don't tell me, I guess. It's a prequel I'll, movie. I was going to ask questions that would have just spoiled probably a bunch of shit. I mean, I don't movie. have a lot of confidence in David Ch- Did he direct it, Chase? I don't I actually don't think he did. Oh, well, that's probably that's a good thing. That's fucked up. Did you see the movie that he did direct? Uh, Not Fade Away. That's the one. I actually didn't. Many Saints of Newark, that's a prequel movie, and no, Alan Taylor, who I believe was a frequent Sopranos director, yes. directed it. Chase yes. did write it, though. I just watched the episode where he hangs out with the uh, Wall Street investors that are his neighbors, and they go golfing together, hmm. and Tony, like, to to Dr. Melfi, talks about how, like, definitely, he tells a story about, like, the guy with a speech impediment, who he and his friends would, like, make fun of, like, have hang out with him just to entertain them, yep. and stop hanging out with him, yep. and he's like, I never knew... What How he fucking felt. felt like to feel like a fucking dancing bear. Yeah. People. Yep. Because <laughs> they were like asking him all these questions about like John Gotti and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then he gives him a, a box of sand to fuck with them. <laughs> Good old, you know, you, it's, it's, you, you watch the show and you're like, Tony, do I like him? He's a working class hero. He's a bad man, but he's an antihero. And he's the protagonist of the show I'm watching. So <laughs> I will. Since we're in the Italian zone, I, I just would tell Nick this because I think you would enjoy this scene in a movie. I, today I watched a, a movie, The Wanderers, a Philip Coffin movie about like uh, street gangs in New York City in the early 60s. I think that was... It was recommended by R- Ruth Hibby Midnight that we didn't do. You know who wrote that? It's, it's adapted yeah, it's from a based off Richard Price book. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, I haven't read. Yeah. But uh, it's got this... So it's like, it's like the, you know, it's all about a bunch of street gangs. They're all ethnic gangs, right? Uh, and there's a scene in, in the high school where the teacher is like, he, he, he writes... Philip Kaufman directed that? Yeah. That's cool. He was writes, it good? It was, it was pretty good. Okay. He wrote, all men are created equal, Abraham Lincoln, on the, on, the, on, the, on the chalkboard. And the class is full of a bunch of rowdy gang members. Like, half the class is our, belong to the black gang, half the class belong to the uh, Italian gang. And they're like, you know, it's a rowdy class. Uh, and he's trying to like get them together and teach them a lesson about brotherhood. So he's like, "All right, raise your hand in this class if you're Italian." Half the class raises their hand. Raise the class. Raise raise your hand if you're colored. The other half raises their hand. I'm quoting the movie. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, and then he, this is this shows you like I, I wonder if there's no way a classroom could have actually done this in the '60s. But he's like, "Okay, uh, hey you," to one of the Italian kids. What is what's something you call these other kids? And they just start swapping racial epithets to each other and writing them all. And he just like he's like writing them all down the board. He can't keep up fast enough. They're like shouting a bunch of like awful, you know, black slurs. And, and, the, and the black kids are yelling like "Dago, Wop, Guinea." Oh, all this poor teacher up. trying to explain later how his whiteboard full of uh, racial slurs was actually. <laughs> I wonder if he wrote woke. "save" Good and thing. circled it so that the so the janitor didn't erase it. Just like in front of like the school board, just like with the picture behind it, just like look. I understand this looks bad, <laughs> but. 
I have like a actually it was really actually a good moment. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be like, have you guys run out yet? All right, what do we got left now? All right, we're just people. They, they have, but then basically everything goes so, gets out of hand and they get into a big gets fight. out of. Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> and then is he like, and like, what are some kind of things you might like do to each other if you saw each other out on the street and you were hyped up? Do you think Nick looks like Antoni Panacoke, some guy that like when I was what? reading State and Revolution, I think Lenin uh, threw a shot at him. He's like some Russian socialist type guy. Doesn't look look kind of like you. Doesn't yeah, kind of like in him. the eyes. It's in the eyes. It's a real eyes he, thing. They got yeah. He's got the same eyes. Yeah, in the eyes. Yeah, I think that might be. No, I look like fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to sell the world you can, that I look like fat Russell Crowe. That's not total snake oil. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I was really. I, sometimes when I'm really hammered, I just like stare at myself in the mirror for a couple of minutes. And one night, like a couple years ago, I was just like, "Oh shit, you kind of look like Fat Russell Crowe." <laughs> well, you don't look which like- I which could be good. That could be like parlayed into like getting some ass. Wait, you don't look into the mirror and be like, "Man, I look like Will Meneker." I'll look like <laughs> fucking Will Meneker. <laughs> Fuck off with that shit. I mean, you telling me I look, telling me I look like Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> Oh, no, you don't. The funny thing is, you don't look like Haley Jossman, but you do look like Will Manic. A little bit, a little bit in the eyes again, and the because of the beard yeah, and, and the nose and the it's it's face. it's a lot actually. It's a lot. <laughs> so fat Will Maneker then? He's not that thin. No, but he's not that. No, he's not yeah. this fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be oh, that yeah. thin. But. Try to be nice. Is this how we get Will on the pod? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Bro, you're like, like the- I came from the future. I'm, I'm <laughs> you. After uh, what's your face breaks up with you? What's it? Oh, Catherine. Catherine. I think. Catherine Kruger. Yeah, no, that's the one. Krieger? I think that we could probably say the Chapo Something that like we that. would want on the pod would be Matt, of course. But, what? Uh, then maybe we wouldn't want him on the podcast because it would become like, uh, oh, why? Why are these guys, other guys, talking? I don't mean to nag us so much. Matt's a smart. He's good at talking. He knows history. You know. When he talks Does about, he know history? When he talks about history... What are you talking about? He Will, can tell you what Matt's happened. Matt's about history. What are you talking about? When I talk He's about talking history, about Matt. Oh, I thought you were talking about Will. Sorry. No. When I talk about history, I cannot tell you what happened in it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened today. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for his like streams, he's doing a book club where he, and he's he's all interested in the Reconstruction right now. And I'm like, I should join this book club. And I'm like, the idea of reading a big fat book about the fucking Reconstruction. Mm. I'm like, uh, I'll that stick to my. Great. Just wait for the inebriated past about it. Yeah, I'll stick to my. Well, he's hey. no, he's he he's trying to write his own book now. I'm at Is a book really? club. Yeah. I'm about Reconstruction. Capital. Yeah. Wow. Aren't I smart? He had a whole epiphany on one of his recent streams sure. about you. how he needs to stop. You sound like you're like Frodo. Or not Frodo, Fredo. <laughs> yeah, whoa, that's a real fucking like. No, you're Fredo. There's a lot of. I'm ground. smart. I'm smart. <laughs> I could have done it. I'm smart. I read the fucking book. I read Capital. I'm smart. <laughs> uh, fuck, maybe I, should, I might go watch The Godfather. Maybe I'll just skip right to two. Oh, go that's for it. That's made by You're the. Crazy that's you know, that's made by the uh, the same the guy dad. who made Rumblefish. No, it was made by the father of Sof- Sofia Coppola. Correct. Shocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also made Rumblefish. Do you guys see the 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 posting their L's girl e girls posting their L's <laughs> online account that frequently <laughs> just like post girls making jokes reposted the that that girl making the joke uh, just found out that Sofia 
Coppola's dad made The Godfather, made movies also. I mean, that... It's the most obvious That account joke. is like the just misogynist trash, too. It's like, man, how... I don't... You know, I almost... I don't admire it, but the kind of like stupid guy energy that like posting energy that you can post something that fucking embarrassing that like you didn't get the joke and you think you're the smart guy in the room and you know everyone clowns on that you happens like and tells you that 10 like, million yeah. times a day on twitter yeah and they all and they like that they're so um, it's amazing how they take that information and they're well, just like sorry it's hard to read sarcasm in text they're like that. actually somehow i'm still the one that's uh fucking memeing and right i'm memeing on you still mm-hmm. you think you think that i didn't get the joke because the way that i posted it Absolutely everything about it indicates that I didn't get the joke, but <laughs> it's actually layers to it because I'm uh, the smart one that laughs at you. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Ha I finally finished uh, Silver Streak last night. Nice. It's a good movie. That was a couple day journey there, huh? It was like four days, yeah. Cool. Finally got back to it. It's a really enjoyable film. Yeah, yesterday I watched two Lana Turner movies and Midnight Cowboy. So. They just added a bunch of Lana Turner to... They added three of her movies, yeah. Okay. It's her 100th birthday yesterday. Ghost Dog. They have like some new cut, like not cut, but like Master of Ghost Dog. It was just, re- it was just released on Criterion not that long ago. Yeah. It's so. like a different... I think the soundtrack is different or something. God. The audio track. That's a good movie. I like that movie. It's so funny. Uh... This, uh the Criterion just released a new uh, edition of uh, the Parallax View, which I don't think you've seen. I have not. Right, but uh, people were clowning on the, uh, the the essay that was written by Nathan Heller today because it was. Uh, uh, I mean, the Parallax View is like one of the most like cynical movies about because it was like coming out of the era. It's a paranoia film, right? Wait, it's, a par- it's one of the paranoia trilogy, and it's coming. It's like it's riffing on the era of like the sixties, political assassinations and deep state and all this, like you know, new world order shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a it's a deeply pessimistic movie. And the essays, like you know, I think the movie's hopeful that the, that. Uh, and it's like okay, well, <laughs> that's pretty lo- Love to have a take. Yeah, so that's fun. That's fun. I'm enjoying being back on Twitter so far, honestly, because I've we'll, my three months. We'll see how long that my lasts. three months away. <laughs> my three months away. Yeah, in six months, you're gonna have a no, gun, fucking gun in your well, mouth. No, we're gonna see because my three months away taught me everything I needed to know. Uh, Kevin's a communist now. No. no. Wow. Wait. No. Wow. No. Whoa. Whoa. No. Oh, no. Okay. I, I gotta say, my three months away didn't teach me that. I knew that before. <laughs> I just wanted to make you uh, deny it. You fucking. Uh, so stem. No. 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 Uh, no. But I, I'm only using it on my desktop, and I'm only looking at it twice a day. And if I, if I violate these rules, if I violate these rules, I'm just gonna delete it again. I can live without it, and that's strict. If I do it, if I violate the rules at all, it's gone again. I can live without it. Mm-hmm. I know I can. Okay. You're, you're doing this like knowing thing, like oh, he's fucking. No, no, no. That you sounds okay. No, that sounds good. I mean, so, if you stick to it, that sounds great. Because I was getting the, because we live in this time where like there's nothing going on. I don't go out in the world. And I, I, I was starting to feel like I am not in the world anymore. Like, I have no idea what's going on. As, so much, as, I, wanna, as much as I hate Twitter, I do have to know what's going on. Yeah, you're and like, feeling too alienated. It's the so public you to, square. You sign up for Twitter. Well, yeah. It's either 4chan or Twitter. It's, it's depressing, but that's the truth. It's pretty, it's pretty up, depressing, man. but it's like, I need that, like, frisson of, like, of, like, being, like, a part of, like, a current which I don't get living in my fucking apartment with my dog alone. Sorry, Barney has no takes. Damn. Twitter's his only take is bad. I want to go outside. Right. Which is, you know, 
It's a good take. It's gonna be, he's going to be 16 on, on Sunday. Jesus Christ. Sweet 16. Aw. Well, that's nice that he lived. Lives is living. I Don't said it. Frame it like that, you way, psycho. My, my my family dog uh, just was died recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Down. Yeah, uh, so that's why I'm. But she she was like 12, man. I guess that's normal. What kind of dog? That's a good normal. Run. She's like a, a shelter, you know, like mutt type shelter dog. Uh, a very normal looking dog, like a spotted short hair dog, you know. But yeah, 12 is like solid run. Yeah. Yeah. That's great about Brian, though. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's a cat's age. I, I've been very lucky with all my dogs. All of my dogs have lived long lives. You know why? One, treat them well. Two, love. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the, actually the key to any success in anything. Honestly, God, I honestly think love has something to do with it. They know that they want to be around. <laughs> if something they, I mean, this sounds for. like a corny... They don't hate their lives. This sounds like a corny thing, but like having like witnessed... Things die in my life, like people die in slow mm-hmm. motion. With they love has something to do with it. That's like, like real. I, th- I think they've done actual like studies on some level as far as like if people feel like Wait, an emotional so you're saying need that your to be alive because you didn't love them. When my dad stopped <laughs> yeah, feeling like that, when my because you didn't love them enough. When my dad st- felt like there was no love in the world for him anymore, he went off a fucking cliff. Damn. And my mom after. Her last Christmas, she went off a fucking cliff. So damn, yeah. Fuck. I know you thought you were making a joke there, but no, that he did. He definitely did feel like no, I didn't love him. Okay, love the people. And honestly, in your life, frankly, folks. at the time when he died, I was very angry at him, and I wasn't giving him a lot of love, and I feel a lot of guilt about this, but can't feel too guilty. Right. I mean, that's, not, that's just human I mean, as hell. Too. I mean, that's just like what happened. I mean, that's just what happens. Yeah, I, well, not to not to diminish it, but like. That's like the fucking age-old story people go through is fucking, what a, you know, wish I said this, wish I did this, wish oh, yeah, I, I know. acted this way, yeah. I mean, not that I'm, like, educating you about it. I don't like, like uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like, okay. I'm not keep... Can we, we should, okay, this is where we tell you about how to process <laughs> your grief. <laughs> this is the grief, we're entering the grief zone. No, we're, uh, we're counseling the listener. Yes, listeners. You may experience grief in your life. <laughs> It could happen. It could happen to you. It could happen to you. <laughs> be wary. Be be vigilant against grief. Yeah, watch out. You know what? Grief. Am I? Grief's canceled. My book. If no you feel grief. grief, resist it. Fight it. Batten the hatches. Keep it out. It's bad, and it wants to hurt you. Yeah. You know how they say men refuse to go to therapy. I. That's because we say don't go to therapy. We're anti-therapy. No grief. You know. They just want you to. They just want to talk about grief. There, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. want you to feel that shit. If you go to therapy, your mother will start saying that you're in a mental hospital. If you're Tony Soprano, <laughs> sorry, bring it full circle. Oh, soprano on the brain. I had a nightmare last night um, that um, I got pulled into the Hellraiser, like alternate. You know, what is the Hellraiser? It's a. It's not hell. It's it's, a, it's basically hell. Is there is, okay? It's just the hell dimension. Yeah. I've so I was just like hell in hell with some tor- Cenobites being fucking tortured by Cenobites for like hours. Did you feel the pain? I don't. It was awful. I woke up not happy. Damn. It was fucked. That's fucked up. And I, I bet that like, was real demons. I woke up like, what the fuck, man? Like, really? This is like I haven't, brain. Even wa- I haven't even <laughs> been watching horror movies or anything disturbing, really. That's funny. Your brain was just like, I know what we'll do tonight. Yeah, that's. I know what we'll show him. That's how I feel. Yeah, man. we have such hor- we have such sights to show. <laughs> you. 
Like Nick looks like he feels like he's getting a little comfortable. What the fuck? That is strange. Yeah, man, you dream shit. I mean, Kevin just recently yeah, had you dreams. Dream, you dream shit. That, you know that we won't that we won't bring up again because we don't want him canceled again. Oh, I had some more dreams. Oh, oh yeah, about fucking underage kids. <laughs> 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 That was a nightmare. To be clear, that was a nightmare. Not only did I commit mm. pedophilia in that dream, <laughs> uh, I also was party to a, to a suicide. Excuse me, a febophilia? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I committed a febophilia in the dream, and I was I coerced some kid into suicide. Dude, that is so not woke to call a febophilia pedophilia. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had my first nightmare where my teeth fell out <laughs> the other day. Oh. I never had one of those, those before. Oh, where your teeth fell? Yeah, I fucking where they turn all soft like gummies or whatever. I also had another nightmare, which I need. I'm telling. I'm just. This is me just telling you this. Get it. This out. has to be cut out. What? Yeah, this can't be. So in. tell him. Press oh the button. God. Okay. No. Because uh, so you say that knowing he might leave it in. No, because it's so gross. It's, just say. It. No, I had a dream <laughs> that I uh, was with my my high school girlfriend again. Um. And we, we were having, this was the whole nightmare. It was just like, oh, we were having anal sex. And I, I, I pulled out and it was just covered in poop. <laughs> that's what you don't, you're, that's what you're like, you cannot you cut, put cut that, that out. You let me Not the dream about no, fucking a teenager. Not only let me keep it in, insisted <laughs> that I keep in the dream where you, in your words, commit pedophilia. And you're like, but we cannot find out. And the I other dream where he where he DA'd some lady with his, with her husband's ghost dick. <laughs> That's right. With a weird racial element too, and like, and, and but you just don't let anyone to find out you had shit on your. Because those dreams were interesting. This dream just sounds like the anxiety of like want, a frat boy. <laughs> those dreams were. He doesn't want people to think he's got a poop dick. <laughs> I actually. Well, I well hold it. up, hold up, hold up. The dick. The poop on the dick would not be my fault. Look, I've smelled Kevin's dick before, and it smells I great. feel like it would be 50% your fault. What? How would the poop on my penis being my fault? I mean, you t- consented to putting your penis inside of her butthole. No, no. Y- yes. Knowing that there might be poop in there. Right. But Is like, that on No, the- but that, that's like, it's not like a condition that I have poop dick. You know what I mean? What? Like I don't just walk around with dick on my. Oh poop wow, you're trying to blame. Poop on my dick. You don't the... walk around with dick on your poop. I don't walk around with any dick on my poop or poop on my dick, or any combination Man, thereof. It's so it's such a fucking like chud move to walk around with dick on your poop. Dick on your poop. That, just... Should that be the name of the episode? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> sure. Dick on your poop. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the type of. Oh, that's God. how we get the listeners. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gotta have a catchy title. Yeah, I'm like, hey, check out this. Uh, check out this leftist pod from Detroit. <laughs> Episode 69, <laughs> Dick on Your Poop. <laughs> is this 69 or 68? I think it's 68. I think we're on like 70 This now. is 68. I thought, I thought it was 69 like a couple episodes. No, Wait, 68. you have to tell me when we're doing 69. That's a big yeah. occasion. I'll let you that's guys know. That's a big know. occasion. I think that's next week. So obviously we're going to be renting out a party bus. Well, I'll, I'll have done my whip. Yeah, I'm doing ma- my whip no it masks. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm doing my whip it tomorrow, so I'll be able to talk about that in episode Oh, you're tonight. doing a whip it tomorrow? Yeah, I, told, I brought you're it up before. Your it's whip happening it. tomorrow. I know you brought it it's up got before. your name on it. You got it from the dealer. It's sitting for you in the baggie. No, it's my friend's whip it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not fucking getting it. If I won't buy a weed, I'm not going to go buy a fucking whip it. I want to do it. a whip it. Can you bring me a whip it? 
I'll see if she'll give me an extra whippet. Yeah. Next week is 69. You're right. Give Six. me a balloon. Well, next week has to be good, though. If next week's episode 69, we have to, like. Wait, how did I die? I'll do a whippet on the pod. I'll do a whippet on, live on the pod. How about that? <laughs> first whippet. Baby's first whippet. No, we have to go. We have to 69 each other. While Three people can't 69. That sounds. Ho- oh, uh, we can okay. do the triangle thing. I mean, why not both? You know? We'll just do a triangle. Oh, Oh no!